name is Kyra, and I'm first-generation Ghanaian-American, raised in Texas, raised on the East Coast, glazed in Spain and Latin America, and based out of Brooklyn. Join me as I interview extraordinary human beings from across the globe as we discuss all the stories we share through comedy, agony, and curiosity, of course. Today, we're going to speak to Veronica Lucanina, who is Russian, and she's going to tell us about what it means to be a Russian in Tampa Bay, Florida, as well as New York City. She tells us about dating, she tells us about culture, and she talks to us all about why she was living in New York. All right, we're here today. It is Wednesday, November 7th. Um, it's been a long day, and I'm here with my friend Veronica Luganina. Hi. <laughs> and she is going to talk to me a little bit about why she is here in America, where she's from, all the good stuff, because we all want to hear about it. So, Veronica, tell us about your background, um, if you would like to tell us what you do, too, as well. Um, also, any other, you know, things that are important to you that you want to share about your family or um, et cetera. Hi, Kyra. Hi, hi. Uh, I'm in the U.S. for three years mm-hmm. already, maybe a little bit more. And I moved here, like, I think, like a lot of people mm-hmm. for education, for study. I did my bachelor degree in Russia. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it was a conversation, the huge conversation with my family, with my father especially. And he asked me after my graduation, what do you want to do next? It was, like, kind of dream, mm-hmm. but I was never thinking about that serious that I really want to go to US. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, when he asked me, I told him like, I will be working for one year, then maybe I will go to US and so on. He told me that, no, if you will start working, you will already have connections mm-hmm. and it will be very difficult to just like leave everything what you had before and just start a new life. Mm-hmm. That's why you should go now. After this conversation, like in a couple of days, I went to agency. They show me the university, like University of South Florida, and I love it. Like, I loved it, and I decided, yep. But they told me that you have only, like, months to pass all, like, uh, exams and apply. Mm-hmm. Next day, I start, like, education, like, start to prepare for the IELTS. Mm-hmm. In two weeks, I... What are IELTS? It's a language exam. Okay. For like admission, mm-hmm. university admission, it's not like international. TEFL. Yeah, okay. it's the same thing, but TOEFL use more in America. Mm-hmm. IELTS use like in England. Okay. But the thing is, I uh, did like I get, did this exam before, mm-hmm. and I was familiar with the like how it's work and so on. And I decided that I want to do this one, and the university was okay with this mm-hmm. exam. And in a couple of weeks, I get the letter from school. Mm-hmm. And they told me, welcome. Oh, yay. Yeah, it was like really one day decision. Mm-hmm. And it was very difficult to live like all my life. Mm-hmm. To all my, like I had a lot of friends. I did my bachelor, I was 21. Mm-hmm. And it's like so many friends, my family, mm-hmm. everything was there. And just go somewhere mm-hmm. without any, any friends, without people I know, like no one was there. Mm-hmm. It was pretty scary. A couple of times I had this, like, I don't want to go there. But that is what it is. And one more interesting thing. One day before, I was ready to, like, not go because I had a boyfriend. Mm. And I was in love. Mm-hmm. But he told me you should go. Mm. Yeah. And I... What happened to the boyfriend? 
nothing. We're still talking. No, <laughs> no I mean, yeah. And uh, now, like, I'm here for three years, mm-hmm. and I really love US. Mm-hmm. I want to stay here. I'm working right now. I love my job. I like what I'm doing. I didn't expect that mm-hmm. because I was working before, mm-hmm. and I never liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought that maybe I'm not the office person. Mm-hmm. Maybe I. It's not for me. I just. I was not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And when I like joined Sterling, mm-hmm. I understand that it was a problem with what I did before. Gotcha. And now when you find something which you like, like mm-hmm. it can be different. Gotcha. So what was school like in the United States coming from a bachelor's in Russia? What was the comparison? First of all, what I really liked about education in US, mm-hmm. you have a lot of real cases. Mm-hmm. In Russia, education, it was only theory. And the interesting thing that, for example, in Russia, we cannot be, uh, choose what we want to study. Mm-hmm. We have our special program, we have special classes and professors, and you assign to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have a choice like to check what the professor, mm-hmm. what his program, they all have the same agenda. It doesn't matter what the professor. Mm-hmm. Here, the professors build the agenda gotcha. on their background. And in Russian education, it's more like, very very theoretical you don't have real cases you don't really have like real knowledge you just know some theory you're like learning very quick before the exam Mm -hmm. you pass the exam you're done you forgot about everything here is a little bit different and one more thing in russia it's absolutely fine to cheat Okay, wait one second. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay, why is it okay to cheat? And also, I noticed that in Spain, all of my, I just studied abroad for a semester, but for classes, everyone cheated. Everyone. Everyone cheated. You you get a cheat sheet for the exam. Everyone passed it around. I was like, this seems illegal. And I was like, no, that's how it goes. This is what you do. Exactly. This is how it it works. Yeah. It's like, it's nothing better than that in Russia. Mm. When, like, they told me that in US, you cannot do, like, what do you mean? Like, why? And it was like, because it's illegal and mm-hmm. all like your classmates mm-hmm. can just go to professor and tell she was cheating. Where? And they're just like, really? So that's, it's almost like a big brother mentality. Like everyone's kind of watching you type of thing. If you think about it, like it's almost like America's. Yeah, exactly. Like Americans are built to like be compared, like competitive with one another and also be like watching each other. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's weird. That's scary. That's interesting to notice. That's very interesting to notice. Yeah, and in Russia, even like all the professors knew that. Mm-hmm. They always try to fight with that. They know mm-hmm. all like how we're doing how we're doing that and so on. But you know, we had watches and we have like the text on mm-hmm. our watches. We had like so many ways mm-hmm. to cheat, you cannot even imagine. But it's like this is how we like lived. Like mm-hmm. I mean it was super normal. And when someone told that I really study and mm-hmm. I really prepared for this exam, everyone was like why you spend so much time for that? Like, <laughs> you can cheat and get this, like, A, uh-huh. and you just, like, mm-hmm. so, the, the different mentality. So so how do you tell if someone's smarter? Like, what's the comparison? Like, how do you know if someone's smarter or not? Like, what's the... Because like, I feel like that's uh-huh. how people know, because they prepare. But is it, like, a different way of examining? Like, I mean, of course, uh, like, some people really study. Mm-hmm. And some people, like, some people really, like, pass this again by their own. And I had classes mm. where I did it by my own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, depends when you really like the subject mm-hmm. and you really want to like learn it, mm-hmm. you will do it. Oh. It's more like self-education. Yeah. But if you 
yeah. care about this specific mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. you, you don't need it in your mm-hmm. life you just like cheat okay yeah i and uh, one one more thing we had a lot of um exams not writing mm-hmm. speaking exams ah. when you have for example mm-hmm. like you pick the ticket mm-hmm. you have 15 minutes to prepare mm-hmm. then you go to professor You like answer for the his question, mm-hmm. and then he can ask you more questions. Oh, and do people cheat for those? Um, depends. Of course, everyone was trying to prepare, mm-hmm. but it's impossible. It's impossible to, to like, like prepare everything. Yeah, yeah, and that's why like they can cheat the, the like the uh. ticket. But then when he has question, this is how he can check. You know or you don't uh, know. So that's how they that's how they verify. And we had, we had a lot of like uh, exams like this. Oh. Oh, you see, so oral exams I growing up for me were either in language classes, like mm. history sometimes, and like English presentations, um, in math no, or in science sometimes. Like there there are there are aspects where you present, but typically it was it was a lot of it was written. You know, the ones that were mm. big big parts of your of your grade. So that's actually very interesting. Now, mm. of course, like math exams mm-hmm. was Only mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. Oral was more exams like about mm-hmm. economy, mm-hmm. about like everything else after like the second, third grade. Mm. Because first grade is usually very basic information mm-hmm. about like math, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And then after second year, mm-hmm. you are going more specific and specific in your subject. Okay. That's interesting. Very works. interesting. So leaving that and, and, and what was that like leaving that and then going to school in Florida, what was it like? And also how was your English by the time you got here? Mm, very bad. Like I knew some words, mm-hmm. but the thing is I was never scared to talk. Mm, that's very important. I, I was never good in English mm-hmm. and really my English was very basic. My degree, my first degree mm-hmm. was international economic relation. Mm. We had one English class per week mm-hmm. with our professor was psychologist, okay. Russian psychologist. Okay. And like first five minutes was English. Mm-hmm. Then it was only like about psychology and Russian. Mm. That's why for four years, I didn't learn English at all, mm. at all. Mm-hmm. And when uh, like this agency told me that you should pass the exam for school, mm-hmm. I was just like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. My English is zero. I will never pass like this exam. Mm-hmm. But I did, thanks God. And I don't know when I just came to mm-hmm. US, a lot of people start, you know, to edit in me. Like mm-hmm. you send this wrong, mm-hmm. this wrong, mm-hmm. this wrong. Mm-hmm. And I start to be scared talk, talking. Mm-hmm. I was like uncomfortable to speak with especially Russians. Mm. Because Russians, really? Because people who like the Russians who mm-hmm. live there for a long time. Mm-hmm. They were more... Oh, I get that. I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. No, I had the same feeling when I would speak in Spanish who, with Spanish speakers who had been in a place for a very long time. They're like, why isn't your Spanish good? They're like, oh, you need to use this. It's like, mm. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah, but I like studying in US. Mm-hmm. I like my classes. I My writing become better in mm-hmm. school now. It's bad again because mm-hmm. I'm not writing the copy. Mm-hmm. Like long... T- mm-hmm. Yeah, essay long, long, and exactly, so on. Exactly. Now yeah. I'm trying to like write the essay, mm-hmm. and it's so difficult. I no idea how to write this essay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this the essay for for, for your... school? Okay. Yeah, and I just like I have no idea how. Like I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done, but mm-hmm. still. And Wait, what is this? Is this essay for a school you're in, or is for this admission? A, admission. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, and like every 
semester, I just start feeling that my English become better, that mm -hmm. I'm more confident in the way I speak, mm -hmm. in the way I write, and so on. And the thing, like, everyone always understand me. Mm -hmm. Even I understand that I have a lot of grammar mistakes. Mm -hmm. I My accent is not perfect, mm -hmm. and so on, but... Accents don't matter. <laughs> They really don't. And having perfect grammar doesn't matter, but being confident in what you have to say is what matters. And people will get what you're saying. That's yeah, really all it is. I never had the problem that mm -hmm. some, not only in, in Las Vegas, when you remember, oh, yeah, client the prospect, client of what? Oh. People are dicks. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, mm -hmm. and all professors liked me mm -hmm. because I was like my GPA 3.9. Mm -hmm. And you I do, never cheat. And you never cheat. Smart. In the US, I never cheat. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, I was scared of this D mm -hmm. and go, go mm -hmm. home. I just like, nope. Yeah. And here, first of all, I like master degree more mm -hmm. because you don't have a lot of exams. Mm -hmm. You have more like essay, group yeah. projects, and mm -hmm. I love group projects. Mm -hmm. I love like all this stuff. And just it was on the one way, it's very easy mm -hmm. because you like what you do. On the other hand, like we spent a lot of time doing this, mm -hmm. but anyway, like I like master degree in US more than mm -hmm. my bachelor degree in Russia, mm -hmm. and that's why maybe I'm going for my second degree. You're right, you might as well. <laughs> and one more thing, I had a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He was not Russian, mm -hmm. and we always speak like English mm -hmm. to that each helps. other. Mm -hmm. That helped me a lot and a lot of people like a lot of friends told me that your English become more confident mm -hmm. and much better just because like 90% of my time mm -hmm. 80% like maybe I spent with like my boyfriend mm -hmm. and we speak like only English of mm -hmm. course mm -hmm. and in that relationship was he like correcting you or were you like watching television or what was the interaction that helped you get better at English he was correcting me all the time mm -hmm. And he, he, first of all, he was very smart. Mm -hmm. He was extremely smart at like how we started the relationship mm -hmm. kind of. We, he's, he helped me to be prepared for Jerry exam. Ah, yes. For my master degree, mm -hmm. which was very hard. Mm -hmm. And he's super smart in math and mm -hmm. so on. And he like become my tutor. Mm -hmm. He explained me all the stuff. And then like during my education mm -hmm. sometimes he helped me with essay in case of explaining the things mm -hmm. not just like i'm giving him my essay mm -hmm. write it for me mm -hmm. no he was sitting with me like this is wrong because mm -hmm. not just like you stupid this is wrong mm -hmm. that this is wrong because like mm -hmm. he explained me some grammar thing mm -hmm. and it was really helpful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really nice that's a good because some people can find with relationships when one person is correcting them, they get very, like, it can be a little bit of a drawback. It's like, oh, this person's always trying to, like, correct me and, like, we, I can't express myself. You know, it's like sometimes when person try to show that he's better than you mm -hmm. and he's correcting you. That's a problem. This is. That's a problem. But I knew that he wanted to help me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like he loved me, yeah. he knew me, and mm -hmm. he and I feel that it's not the way that see I'm better than you. Mm. And the there's way, a difference. Yes, there's a huge difference, one. and you can read it too when someone wants to like improve as opposed to like level themselves above you. Totally, totally. Um, and then like what was like what was the situation for you back? What was the situation for you like leaving your family and like what was that like? What was like the feeling and and. I know that you said your dad was like, you should go now. And then, and then you went and, and there was a lot of things like, you know, that you had a boyfriend, you felt all these connections, but 
why not stay in Russia? What was the situation like? Why could, um, why not stay for a year, build your career, maybe live in Paris, move to New York? Why not? Um, I loved marketing my whole life. Mm. I felt that I want to do that because it's a business. Mm. And at the same time, it's something creative. Mm. And my like father again, when I just like six years ago, mm-hmm. ago when I wanted to go to bachelor in marketing, mm-hmm. he told me no. Mm. In Russia is no marketing. Mm. If you want to really study this like marketing, mm-hmm. you should go to US. Okay. But it was for me too early to go in seventeen two years mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. And he told for master degree you will go to US. Mm-hmm. You will go to US. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the case, and really marketing in Russia it's more about you know promotion, mm. ads, uh, promotion, digital. It's not on that level mm-hmm. than in US. Of course, now it's much better in Russia. I can see that, mm-hmm. but you can like count on the fingers mm-hmm. how many good professionals. Okay, and I realized that if I will go to US, mm-hmm. I will get like. And earn this degree. America is the capital. It's the ca- capitalist market and a huge yes. marketing. And New York is the capital of marketing. Of so that's why I'm here. That's <laughs> what makes complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. And first of all, my English was very bad. And now it's important in mm-hmm. business mm-hmm. to know this language. Mm-hmm. It's important. Mm-hmm. When I be like in Moscow, mm-hmm. in Paris, mm-hmm. in New York, yeah, in Amsterdam, exactly. whatever. Mm-hmm. English is important. Mm-hmm. And I realized if I will not go to US, I will never learn this language first thing second like maybe you can see it like i really want to do my career mm-hmm. and just if i will like start from america mm-hmm. from new york i think this is a very good start mm-hmm. to go like yeah high. and in moscow i'll tell you honestly i had some like work experience but my father was helping me to get this job mm-hmm. i was never able to go to interview by myself, to show myself mm-hmm. as I am, and like mm-hmm. get the job. Mm-hmm. When I came here, I understand that I don't have the support anymore, mm-hmm. and I should do something by myself. Mm-hmm. I become more self confident because like I found a job by myself. I get this interview, mm-hmm. like I was hired, and like I went to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know it's huge, and you feel that you did this. Mm-hmm. Your father helped you with mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. but. It's like you can see your personality. Mm-hmm. It was like different before. Mm-hmm. That's why for me it was very important to go out of my family, out of like my country, mm-hmm. to like prove myself, show myself what I can do and mm-hmm. what I can't. Mm-hmm. And what are your and is your family just incredibly proud of what you've done? Of course, oh, that's so good. It's so exciting. My father very proud. Oh, and he that's good. He's that. like, where's my car? <laughs> it's like, where's my? Lamborghini? He's waiting. Yeah, he's, he's waiting. <laughs> Porsche 911. <laughs> <laughs> so what can you give me like draw comparisons, like a visualization of what life could be like in Russia or Moscow versus what it would be like in New York? Is the weather the same or the people the same? Is the culture the same or is it completely different? Okay. Uh, New, uh, Moscow and New York kind of similar. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not came here from very small city in the of Russia. I'm sorry. I from the big city. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things very similar, but and I can say that people kind of similar here, mm-hmm. because in like for example, I live in Tampa, lived in Tampa before, and everyone's so happy, smiling. Mm-hmm. It's all that sun, I know. He is not. 
Mm-hmm. He has a lot of aggressive, angry mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. a lot of homeless people who mm-hmm. like want to kill you mm-hmm. like every <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar. The difference in in Russia, like a lot of Russians and people from like previous USSR. Mm-hmm. Here, people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And this is amazing. You will not, if you like live in New York for your whole life, you're like used to it. But when you came from different country and you see this, like one day you speak with French, Italian, uh, like Indian, mm-hmm. whatever, it's, you feel like you're with the world right now. Like, for example, you're going to club mm-hmm. and in this club, people from all over the world. And it's very interesting to talk to them. Like in Russia, people not really like to smile to each other and talk. If if I don't know you, I will not talk to you. Here it's very easy to talk to someone. You're going to the street, someone smiles at you and it's just like, hey, how are you doing? It's different. And you can talk like one day with like a lot of people and everyone have their own story. And you can see how people, like not a lot of people from New York. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have their own history, their own stories, how they did it, mm-hmm. what they passed through, how it happened, and so on. And you become like so, I mean, I love the stories. Mm-hmm. I want to hear that. Like, I know the guy, mm-hmm. he lived four months in his car. Oh my God. And because what? he didn't have money oh. to rent the apartments. Mm-hmm. But now he's very successful. What it, okay, so tell me about the story. Like, so you met a guy who lived in his car, and, and what was the whole background? And no, I, I I met him already after all mm-hmm, this, like mm-hmm. things. But he told me his story. He is from Spanish. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly. Not um, okay. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't like, matter. yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. And uh, from Puerto Rico. Okay. And he no, not doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he came to US because of his girlfriend. Mm-hmm came to us because of his girlfriend. Mm. He was in love with her, but she was just like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be with you. But he came to New York to be with her. And for first three, four months, he couldn't find a job mm-hmm. for cash because he didn't have any like citizenship or whatever. And he lived for four months in his car. Then he found like a job of like he was a waiter waiter mm-hmm. and for first money he started to rent his apartments in bronx then he get the documents mm-hmm. and now he's running the architecture company oh wow it's impressive he's he, he's very smart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like of course he's not with this girl anymore mm-hmm. but it's interesting story mm-hmm. another guy he's from japan and he was studying here and then his H-1B was declined. He left back to Japan. Mm-hmm. He started working in American company. He talked to them that, can you please transfer me to U.S.? They transferred him to U.S. and fired him in one month. Yes. Then he found the company, different company, mm-hmm. and told them, and told them mm-hmm. I want to work for you mm-hmm. and don't pay me. Mm. If you will like the way I'm working, mm-hmm. hire me. And give me documents. He worked two years oh without God. payment. And in two years, they apply for his green card. And now I don't remember what exactly his role now, but he's like kind of vice president of huge company. Oh, wow. And 
you can meet these people every day in the city. Isn't it awesome? It's awesome. It's very awesome. And I really like to hear the stories. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is part of what I love doing this because you hear these fascinating stories of why people get here. Um, and and tell me a little bit about, for we, you touched on H1 visa, you touched on um, the green card. What is the status of you? What are what process are you going through? What's what's the whole thing? I will finish about like all the Moscow oh, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. and then I will start yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I will tell you Honestly, mm-hmm. my family status in Russia mm-hmm. pretty like mid high. Okay, and of course my life in in life in Russia was easy. Mm-hmm. I had a car, nice mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. I had everything. Mm-hmm. I had apartments mm-hmm. like in the center of the city, mm-hmm. and so on. And I never felt that I need money mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm doing everything by myself, mm-hmm. and of course you feel different. Mm-hmm. If in Russia I can go to best restaurant mm-hmm. whatever I want. Here I cannot. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, Humbling. when you have money, mm-hmm. you will be good anywhere in the yeah, world. Yeah, this is true. Anywhere. It's like, you know, the, the the phrase like cheap New York and expensive New York. Yep. It's too different. New no, York. It's so very different from New York. And so it's very difficult to say like, do <laughs> what's better in New mm-hmm. York or Moscow. Mm-hmm. Because if I will live here, like mm-hmm. I lived like, for example, in Moscow mm-hmm. or wherever, it's different exactly yeah and the friendship in moscow Mm -hmm. i think it's very similar as in new york Mm -hmm. you're lonely Mm -hmm. i mean you have a lot of friends because of your like uh, school Mm -hmm. because of like childhood whatever but everyone's so busy and you don't have a lot of time to meet with your friends and everyone live in different parts of the city the same as new york Mm -hmm. that's why like I feel that this both city is lonely. And when I lived in Tampa, my friends mean my family. Mm. Because we've been always together all the time, like 24 hours. We just like school together. We lived in the same building. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I feel that this is the problem of big cities. Yeah, it is. It is. And if your family doesn't live here in particular, your friends become your family in a lot exactly. of ways. Your chosen exactly. family. And it is lonely. It, everyone thinks being in a New York, it's lonely, but it's really anywhere is lonely. That's a large city. Yep. There's just a yep. lot of people. What would you say is something that you love about, what is something that you really miss about Moscow? Space. Space. Okay. New York is very small, mm-hmm. like building very close to each other. Don't have a lot of place to like, the really amazing parts of the city is the rooftops. Mm, yes, I know. It. <laughs> but when you like working in Moscow, mm-hmm. you feel a lot of space. Like you can see like a lot of beautiful view. Of course, I miss my family. Mm-hmm. I miss my family a lot, and I really want to go to Russia. Mm-hmm. I miss my car. Yeah. <laughs> I miss. Oh, this is, this will be funny. Mm-hmm. I miss aggressive faces. Russian aggressive faces mm-hmm. because when you go into subway. You want to die just because everyone in the gray and black clothes, mm-hmm. everyone like look like mm-hmm. oh, what I'm doing here. Like I should be in my bed. <laughs> they want to kill everyone here. <laughs> in, in some way, I used to it because I was born mm-hmm. in this country mm-hmm. and this is normal behavior. And I just came to us and everyone's so nice to me. I just like, why are you so nice? Mm, Don't be that nice. Like, I was in the line for coffee and mm-hmm. I decided not to wait and I'm going and <laughs> went to the front. No one even said anything. Nothing. 
I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, shout at me. Tell me something, please. <laughs> This is normal behavior in Russia. Like, mm. to shout at someone. Mm. Yes, no, everyone just was smiling. It was like, something wrong with you guys. <laughs> It also depends on where you do that. For example, if you were to do that in parts of Brooklyn, people would yell at you. <laughs> It, It depends. It depends on where you are. But like, there is a lot of nice cities in the mm -hmm. city and people are a lot nicer than people than the general stereotype of New Yorkers are. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, tell me about the visa situation, what you're, if you would like to. I don't want to tell a lot because <laughs> uh, in my rules, like I want to finish first and then tell about this. Okay. Like, but I can say that it's two ways. Mm. One is H1B, which mm. is work authorization visa. Mm. This is a uh, lottery. And your chance to win the lottery, like 10%. Okay. Just because they're first of all looking for like to 16, then to 17, then to 18, and then only new applies. This is difficult. And to wait and spend money and lose it. Like second choice is EB2. Mm -hmm. This is green card. Okay. Honestly, it's not that expensive as H1B. I'm surprised why, mm -hmm. but it can take from six months to three years. And you never know how long it will take in your station. It's very difficult to find company just because they, for them, it's easier to hire someone with documents mm -hmm. than deal with your situation. Mm -hmm. That's why I have, I didn't, I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll see. And I will tell you yeah. whenever everything will be okay. Mm -hmm. Everything will be good. Mm -hmm. I will tell you everything. So have you met with anybody? Have you talked to anybody? Is that like a part you would like to share or? I talked to attorney mm -hmm. and everything depends from the company. If they will be able to provide me documents, mm -hmm. everything will be okay. If not, I should find another way. Mm -hmm. But now I'm not okay with ways, mm -hmm. which they Yeah, suggest. that they suggested. Do you want to share or no? Okay. So in terms of that, how does this make you feel? Like on a day-to-day -day basis, is it something that weighs on your mind? Is it something that you are comfortable with? Is it something that you are just like, when is this going to be done? Of course, I'm nervous mm -hmm. because I'm not ready to leave now. Like I should leave like in two, three months mm -hmm. and I don't feel that I want that. Mm -hmm. I like my job. I don't want to find something else mm -hmm. in different, like in Russia or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like Europe, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't feel that it's my place. <laughs> Europe is great and everything, but I feel like there's aspects of it where I'm like, ah, ah. exactly. I don't have plan for my future. Mm -hmm. I don't have plan for next three months mm -hmm. because I have no idea what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And of course this is... Yeah, it's weighing on you. It's spitting. Um, and it's stressful. And it's it very difficult. Like I want to be focused on my work. Mm -hmm. I want to be like helpful. But when you're always thinking what's mm -hmm. going to happen to you, mm -hmm. yeah. It's hard, no? Um, is there any... Do you have like support networks or groups or people to talk to about it? I don't feel that I need someone to talk about that. I will talk with my father. Mm -hmm. I will talk with my family. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel that I need like group support mm -hmm. or like I will talk to Daria. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that I should go like somewhere mm -hmm. and share it with mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. and 
because I know that they will not advise me. Mm-hmm. Or they could. They could, but I won't. They don't care about me, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know that my family care about mm-hmm. me. You don't and know they, if they don't care about you, though. Huh? If you find networks that are built for people in your situation, they care about you. Not me. I just not familiar mm-hmm. with that, and I not really believe in that. Mm. I mean, I don't have that much time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just. I'm comfortable mm-hmm. when I am now and I'm trying to plan my like everything in my head mm-hmm. and I'm used to it like for the last three years I always had something mm-hmm. that's why I'm used to it you're like okay this is how my life is and and would you say that do you see yourself in a different light compared to other people do you as someone who is an immigrant who immigrated here um, but has gone to school here. Do you feel yourself more Russian? Do you see yourself more American? Do you feel yourself more of like a, a new American? Like, what is your view of yourself and how do you think people see you? Interesting question, Kara. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really know. I don't feel myself very American mm-hmm. and I don't feel myself Russian anymore as I was before. Mm-hmm. I now have some American things which I really like, like just the easy thing. For example, you're walking in the street, mm-hmm. you like the shoes of the lady mm-hmm. and you will tell her, oh, hi, I love your shoes. Mm-hmm. And she will be smiling. Thank you. I love your jacket. In Russia, if you will do this, they will look at you that you want to steal something from them. And I like this. I like when someone tell me these things, I'm smiling and mm-hmm. I like to tell this to someone else. And what I'm still Russian mm-hmm. tips. <laughs> tips i am very russian in this i cannot understand why you can live like you should live twi- like first of all your food then tax mm. then 20 percent tips like really <laughs> i'm still i'm not that russian anymore mm-hmm. but i'm still russian because in russia it's uh, like you can live five ten percent if you want here you're rude if you didn't do that and i will never understand tips to taxi we discussed it already this in this case i'm russian but i feel that i become more american in good way in case of being more tolerant to people because our country is not tolerant at all and i really i really feel it i'm not just tolerant because Mm. you i should be like this here just because i feel it and i like it and and what do you mean russia is not tolerant is it because it's very homogenous or a lot of people are alike or is it not tolerant because people don't understand? What is the tolerance? Because Russian Russians were judgy. Mm-hmm. Like they like to judge. Whenever you will do, whenever you will say, whenever like if you're from different background than mm-hmm. you, they will judge you. And I told you already, mm-hmm. like if you're not married in twenty five, they will judge you. If you don't have children, they will judge you. If you are from like small city and you came to Moscow, they will judge you. And if you're from a small, like, different country mm-hmm. and you're not Russian, they will judge you just because why you came here. So why not? This is Russian intelligence. Like how they like to say Russians for Russia or oh, wow. Russia for Russians. Wow. That's a very I Trump I was comment. never like that, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people who. Okay. So they like to keep Russia. So how does, with that mindset, how does a country have so many satellite nations beneath it? Like it was Russia for Russian, for Russia. Then how is it like Ukraine and Poland and 
all of those countries that were satellite nations, how are they part of Russia? Like, I feel like what was like the mentality of that? Was it where Russia was like, we need to own more or we need to have more power? I mean, they more judge on how you look like. Mm. For example, Ukrainians look exactly like Russian. You will never understand the difference. Even we cannot understand are you Ukrainian or Russian. But if you're from Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, mm -hmm. from a lot of people from Tajikistan coming to Russia to have a job, work, they don't know language. They can be very rude in the country. They can do bad things. Mm -hmm. And that's why maybe they have this, like, not like some people can do that, but not all of them. But Russians already have this mentality that everyone from this country mm -hmm. will do, like, bad things it's very similar to what trump is the propaganda of trump that if you come from the like you know latin american nations if you come from african nations if you come from the middle east like you're coming to take jobs you are bad you are um you know exactly not, not professional yeah they it's exacerbating the fear tactics of people from different backgrounds and what they do and if one incident occurs yes and then everyone's like you exactly. are the worst exactly and it's the same anywhere you go it's 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 not even just a russian thing it's american thing it's an english thing it's an everything thing it's it's how the news outlets um you know you know shift that focus that it's like this group of people what what is the news what are the news outlets like in, in in russia like are there various different options news like the news like what channels do people watch like you know here they're watching like there used to be al zero america that doesn't exist mm. anymore but now the cnn for example you have fox news like is there a lot of different types of news or is there one particular news outlet honestly i was never the person who watched the tv mm -hmm. and who watched the news mm -hmm. We have different channels and every channel have their own way to provide the information. For example, our like main channel is the first mm -hmm. and the information is very dishonest, I can say, because they're trying to be very like tolerant. They're trying to say only good things for our country. <laughs> they're scared to say something mm -hmm. which people start to be nervous. Oh, so they're very like positive about the country. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Mm -hmm. If something happened, they will show this, but in a very, very like light way. Gotcha. Or for example, we had some meetings mm -hmm. three months, four months ago. First channel didn't show that. What meeting? You mean meetings between who and who? No, no, no. It's uh, this word. It's um, conferences. When people was wasn't agree with the government. Oh yeah, there was they like protesting. Protesting. And there was protesting. nothing showed on the channel. No, mm. no, only on the internet. In Instagram and mm. Facebook, everywhere, but not not on that channel. What about the other channels? Did they show it? We have uh, NTV, mm -hmm. which is all about someone die, someone kill each other, <laughs> someone happened. Mm. I not really look at this, but I know that like we have three or four channels providing news, mm -hmm. and the content is a little bit different in the way they provide in this. The information is the same, but the way how they provide it, mm -hmm. it's different all right so there's the first one there's ntv and then what's the third one or right russia russia and what what is that one like it, this like in general this channel about like stupid movies melodrams all this kind of stuff and they have their own news but i don't even remember watching them like 
Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like the two bright channel of news is first and NTV. And of course we have uh, BBC. Yeah. Of yeah. course we have all these channels in English, in Russian. But I think the same in America, people less and less watch the TV. And if they watch the news, they watch them on YouTube or they just like read the letter. Yep, that's exactly. I and mean, it's the shift of digital platform. And would you say you, there, you watch a lot of um, in, um, like English speaking television shows? Before? Some of them. But can you see I don't have TV? Mm-hmm. And I like Netflix. Oh, yeah. I like movies, mm-hmm. so like episodes mm-hmm. from Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'm not really the person who likes politics. You know what the difference between, again, Russia and America? Mm-hmm. In America, you know that you can change something, that your vote is important, and that you really can pick the candidate. Mm-hmm. In Russia, everyone knows who will be the president. Mm. And, and who will be the president? Guess. <laughs> <laughs> what about somebody else? Wasn't, he, like, wasn't there a time when he like, stepped down for like a one term? He, the second guy, Dmitry Medvedev. Yeah. It was his... Uh, like cousin, son? Not cousin, son, but... but like, a, like he was just like the figurehead. Yeah, like, because he should none because mm-hmm. he already had two. Yeah, two. Yeah, he had two consecutive terms. He, so he had to step down for one term and he comes can come right back. Exactly. And it happens all the time. It yeah. happens. It's happening in Argentina. The woman who has been prosecuted by the government stepped down she has been prosecuted for like basically money laundering and being corrupt. She stepped down, went to the Senate, and now she is the vice president of the country. And so like, same thing. It, it's the same thing. Same and it happens thing. around the world. So when, when Trump became president for me, I, I was living outside the country. I, I was just visiting um, mm. my family. I hadn't been back in years um, to Puerto go back and also didn't want to. So I was coming to Texas to see my friends and I was there over the inauguration and I was like, this is horrible. This is horrible, but it inspired me. I was like, it's time, I think it's time for me to come back to America because clearly I missed all the Obama years. Mm-hmm. And now it's like this crazy man is president and hopefully little by little, he'll just like be pushed out or people will wake up and it's taken years. And how he became president is because he fed into, I believe he fed into a need of fear of foreigners because Americans have a fear of foreigners, as you said. We are always looking at other people and wondering who's doing better, who's winning, who's smarter. And that comes from like a fear of like foreigners. And everyone says, oh, America is so diverse in the fabric. And New York is great. But New York, you can find pockets where everyone just stays in their little neighborhood. They're not really interacting with other people. So I just, I think you speak to a lot. I feel I've tapped out of top politics in a lot of ways, but you get me drunk, I will talk politics. (laughs) I will talk politics with anybody. I will be like, where are you from? Like, I'm so curious. Mm -hmm. I'm super fascinated. But like, this country's whack. Like in terms of political spectrum, it's disturbing. So, But in Russia, we have stability. Mm. We have the same president. Mm -hmm. And the problem, I think that we don't have better candidate. Mm. Like all these 10 people Mm. who was not even close to Putin and like the whole world scared of him, let's be honest. I the mean, whole world scared of Russia yeah. just like because of the Putin. Well, Putin everyone, everyone knows his name. I mean, he's pretty maniacal. And also, I feel like he gets away with blatantly coming after people. Like, did you heard about the person who there were two agents who I guess mm-hmm. were um, spies like against Russia and they were Russian, but they lived in the, and they lived in London and they were found slumped over 
in like a park in 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 like in some in London after like some like nerve agent was given to them. Mm-hmm. And and Putin was like, "Oh, well, it was, it was I'm sorry that happened." Like he like made this whole address and everyone's like, "You did it." And and, and it, w- it was almost out of a movie because he just kind of didn't say he didn't, but it c- was clear that he did. And it was very weird because re- Americans do the same. We come after people and kill them all the time, but we try to hide behind it. We're like, oh, this person died like with, with Osama bin Laden. It was like, oh, we found him. We've been hunting him for like 20 years. Of course we found him. But like Putin has this brazen way of being like, yes, I did. I took him out. <laughs> and you feel uncomfortable about that. Right? It's weird. It's very, you it's very don't disturbing. know. It's yes or no. You, you have no idea, and you feel like maybe yes, but maybe no. If you, like, mm-hmm. and you have a lot psychological of psychological mind games. He's very psychological. For example, if you will see his interviews, mm-hmm. you ask him the question, he will never answer for a question, mm-hmm. but he will make a view that he answered. Mm. Not even close. The, he's amazing manipulator. Mm. He's amazing. I like Putin. Mm. I will be honest. I don't think that we have another candidate who will be better than him. But is he good or is he just the only resort? He's good. For me, I know that a lot of Russians like to Mm -hmm. tell some bad, like, judge, Mm -hmm. whatever. I feel that now maybe not, like, the situation in Russia not perfect, but better than in a lot of countries. And, for example, in Ukraine, you know, the president is comedian. Mm -hmm. The person from comedy shows. He is the businessman. Like, at least we have the serious person. <laughs> I mean, and I don't feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. But serious at what cost? Like, I f- he makes a lot of very abrupt comments, I feel. You did mention that it's not something it, Russians have this fear of people from outside. So what's it like when you travel to other countries? Because I know you said you traveled a lot. Before you moved to the States, you had traveled to hundreds of, like, almost a lot of countries. So what was it like there? What did you notice? What were places that were really memorable to you or places that were really like hard for you? I remember you said that parts of Spain, you're like, I can't deal with that country. It's difficult. I can see that. But like, what were places where you're like, this is memorable besides United States, West Coast? Give me mm-hmm. examples. <laughs> One thing, which I, what I mentioned in every country a lot of Russians, mm-hmm. and they're all very loud. If you will, like, mention that, if in the store only two Russians, they will talk very loud in case of, Luba, come here, I have something for you. <laughs> I mean, we've been in Washington mm-hmm. and breakfast, mm-hmm. and it was only me and my friend and one couple. Everyone was so calm down. Everyone was, like, getting their breakfast, eating and enjoying that. Russians was like, hello? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. This is like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how we are maybe. But I mean, I love traveling. I love to go to the beach. I love, I never feel bad or good about something. It just, if you have opportunities to go, for example, to Bali, mm-hmm. if you have opportunity to go to, like I've been in a lot of places in Europe. I don't really like Paris. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like, I've been in very bad periods. I've been in the winter when oh. it was very cold mm-hmm. and very snowy and snow and rain at the same time. And it's very bad smell there. Yeah. it's oh, You mean like the food or the people? Uh, the, the, on the, the street. Oh, on the yeah, street. It's d- dirty. Everywhere. It's tiny. It's very dirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thanks my family that mm-hmm. I had this opportunity. And now I can see the world and now I can 
think about it on like with my own mind, with mm. my own eyes, what I saw. Just because you know we have this stereotypes like oh, New York is the like city of the dream, Paris the city of love, and so many stereotypes. And I saw all cities, and it's not true. And Miami is like the dream world, is a dream city. No, it's not. It's dirty and fake and <laughs> and so on. I mean, I really like Bali. I really like Italy. Mm. This is my second favorite country. It's your first favorite country. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what and what about Italy that do you love a lot? Food. Mm-hmm. I like Italians. I like the way how they talk, the way how they think about their country, the way how they think about their food. And they are so chill. They don't really like to do a lot of things. Like you, you, they have siesta every two hours. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Italians are chill. They're pretty loud, but... I feel like they do love chilling inside. Yeah, they like the, they they have that, but they're, they're pasta, glass of wine. Yeah, that that the mm. the whole the food, the meal, the whole process that I love, and I also hearken that to you know Latin cultures as well. Just like enjoying that whole food process or eating mm-hmm. and being with your family or friends and just just like relaxing. It's nice. It's really nice. I like city. I like the atmosphere. I've been mm-hmm. in a lot of cities in uh, Italy, mm-hmm. and I like each of them. But I don't want to live there. <laughs> but I like it. Mm-hmm. And where else would you live besides um, New York? My family moved every like two three years. And I lived in seven cities in Russia. Okay. Every three years, we like. Mm-hmm. Was it for school? Was it for business? For father, father business. Okay. Yeah, and I never lived anywhere else, like outside the country. Wow, but every two or three years is a lot. Oh, three years, yeah. That's a lot. But in Moscow, I lived for eight years. Okay. Now it's eleven, but mm-hmm. for last three years, I'm not mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Moscow is like my home. Just because I live there like longer than anywhere else. That's why I feel that Moscow is like my home city. It's like my, my city, yeah. You, so you, you did say you weren't leaving for political freedom or persecution um, and economic mobility because your life in Russia was good. Um, so you had all that there, but you did leave because you love marketing and you wanted to expand your career and being in New York is a way to propel you. I told you, I feel lost just because... I don't really have reason to not live in Russia in case of like, I will not do, I, I don't want to move here forever. Mm-hmm. If I will find like the man, mm-hmm. I will marry him. It's like my husband, we'll have a children. Yeah. But I don't want to be here alone forever. And, but now just for now, I don't feel that I'm done with the city. Like I'm not ready to go. Like for me, it's like step back. I did the huge road to be here and I just not ready to go home and just like give up. And what, in terms of who you've spoken to and, you know, getting help with your visa and all that stuff, is it expensive? Is it, is the process, any tips you would recommend for other people who are immigrants who are trying to get here? Like, what would you say? Cause I know that you came here first for school and the visa you're on right now is for school as well. Right. Yep. Honestly, I can have my own lecture about how to move to US, how to stay and so on. And like in advice, of course, if you will find 
I don't know where it will be posted. Mm-hmm. If you will find a guy you can marry, do this. It's the easiest, cheapest way. Of course, if you will love him, whatever. But this is the easiest way. Second way is uh school or school uh refugee refugee Mm -hmm. but if you're like for me you can do refugee if Mm -hmm. you're from very small city and you really have a reason for that because it will be bad for your reputation in the future what do you mean oh that you're a refugee when you're not really a refugee if you ever go back oh whatever like you you cannot go back after that why you never know what's Maybe your future husband, like maybe like, will be a politician, and maybe your son will want to be a politician, and he cannot. Why? Because you said you're a refugee. Because first of all, you're a refugee in U.S., and you know the relationship between U.S. and Russia. Yeah. And a lot of like our politicians cannot go to U.S. Anyway, it's you don't you have no idea what's going to be in your future, and you should really be serious, like when you think about doing this. This is not that easy. You cannot leave country for many years. If you really don't have another choice, do this. But it should be the last step you can like you have in mind. Otherwise, it's like H1B, if you will be lucky, it will be amazing. That's a lottery, right? It's a lottery. But you have more chances than green card lottery for, for the country. Oh, so green card is different from the H1B. I thought they, one was a lottery and one you pay for. No, H1B, this is the work visa. Oh, yes. It's yes. not green card. It's just visa for three years. And you can work on this visa for three years. And after maybe five years, company can apply for green card. This is process as well. It's expensive as well. It's expensive because when you're applying for green card, EB2, which is work green card, it can cost from eight to 20000 Just the process. And you should find a company who will be ready to do that. You should be legal in the country. For example, if you're going for education again, it's cost from five to fifteen thousand per semester. And this is the green card, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. H one B. Is there any other visa? H one B is visa. Visa. E B two is green card. E- e- okay. Each one is visa. E B two is green mm-hmm. card. Okay. Okay. But it's all because of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. E B E B two have free, has three different types: higher education, exceptional talent, and something else I don't remember. And like for example, I can go on. Um, higher education because mm-hmm. I have a master's degree. Mm-hmm. And so Why don't you try exceptional talent in something? Because you should have uh, publications. Uh, they have a visa as well, O one. Mm-hmm. This is a exceptional talent visa. Okay. You should have publications. You should be interviewed, published in uh, magazines in your country and uh, in US. Okay. Both. Okay. You should be speaking on a session. Okay. You should be invited. You should be available and uh, you should prove it. Okay. It, yeah. It's difficult. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's possible, but it's difficult and long. For example, for if you want to apply for this visa, you should be preparing for seven, eight months, do the publishing, like one time for two, three months, and then prove it. But it will be weird that you have published only for the last seven months and you applied, you know? Mm-hmm. But you can have exceptional talent in music, for example, in sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what's the likelihood of people getting a visa from Russia? Because with the the strained relations, with what's happening with Trump, is it more difficult or easier? First of all, it's more expensive. Okay. Just because before, like $1 was 30 rubles. 
now when there are six troubles. Mm, so there's a lot of inflation. Does that happen the past couple of years? Five, five years ago. Oh. That's why less people start coming to U.S. for education. Because now it's become twice expensive. Mm. And it's very expensive. Why has there been so much inflation? It's uh, because of the situation with Ukraine, Russia. Yeah. And, and then there's a lot of trade situations with Russia. A lot of people moved like 20, 25, 30 years ago. Men's was 90th in Russia. Yes. It was very difficult. Yeah. A lot of people have been killed. Mm. A lot of uh, not stability in the country. Like economic, Russian economic sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's worse and worse every year. And we have less job open. The salary is really like low. Honestly, what I'm earning right now, very high managers earning in Moscow. Mm. High level managers. And of course he is more expensive, but still. And a lot of people you met here, this is children or people who moved here like 20, 30 years ago. Mm. And a lot of them live in Brooklyn. Actually, in, I met people Brighton who Beach. Are, Yeah, that, but I've also met people who've been like in school, there was one call, like, you know, friend of mine and she was my age and she had moved there for school. And her her boyfriend or husband to be was from the states, and I've met a lot of people who are like married or dating somebody who's from here, mm. um, or uh, I've just met a lot of people who are working whether the service industry or they're going to school and they're in that process. But it's their their age ranges are from like twenty two mm-hmm. to like thirty four. Two explanations: American education very popular in, in the world, mm. like yeah, of course. Yeah. Ivy League, mm-hmm. it's it's popular. And this is like the proof of quality, maybe. And the second, American dream. Yeah, of course. A lot of people never been in the US and they have this American dream that, for example, in in Russia, everyone telling, in America, everything is better. See this new dance, we bring it from America. See this new, ta- like sweets, it's from America. New gym classes from America. And this is the etalon of quality. This is just like, it's amazing just because it's from America. But when you really start living here, you're like, it's not true. For example, now in Moscow, we have Victoria's Secret. Mm. Everyone like just going there just because it's American. And this is a dream. But you you know that the quality is... Yeah, exactly. But just because it's from America. And everything what from America is like our gas, gas and Michael course, (laughs) cost expensive. Mm -hmm. It's very expensive in Russia, but everyone buying this just because it's American brand. And a lot of people have this that in America, my life will be amazing. Miami, New York, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, so many things, so many places to go. And they go like they doing this refugee, they doing whatever. They think that they will come here and they will find a very rich husband. Like, you know, the lot of Russians really beautiful. And they use it in a case like I will come I will find a very rich guy. He will look at me. I'm beautiful. He will marry me. This is their thinking. Maybe this is the problem of our country. Mm. Just because we, like a lot of girls, trying to find very easy way, easy ways to do something. To meet a person, a man, a human being, and, and, and move here. To live. Like, we have this Instagram thing, and you can see the beautiful life. You can see yacht, you can see cars, you can see like every weekend I'm in Maldives, whatever. And I mean, no, it's not only in Russia. Everyone, like small girls who is growing, they see this, this life and they want to live this life. 
and they don't know the ways how. Because we have this mindset that girl cannot earn a lot of money. That you should find a way to get this money and live this life. That's why they become... Mm-hmm. 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 Do what they this, need to do. Yeah, surgery, why, be pretty, blah, 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 blah. That's why they come to different countries. They go into India. They mm-hmm. go into uh, Dubai. Mm-hmm. They go into US just to find the way to be successful and it's one type another type of really smart people who who understand that they will never be realized in your in russia for example we don't have a lot of money in industries like engineering in industries like uh medical industry like engineering medical industries professors like accounting in russia it's very low position and you will earn like max one not even 1,000 per month. It's not appreciable. Like, mm-hmm. teacher is not good or like, mm-hmm. and, and you know that you've yeah. been in Europe. Yeah, yeah. And you know that. Yeah, teachers make nothing. And that's why they're going to US to do what they like to do and be appreciated. A lot of different reasons. Mm. Someone for Korea, someone for... Mm-hmm. Other reasons. Well, this has definitely been informative um, to see that perspective. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we could talk about dating. We talk about sexuality or race. If you have anything to add on any of those, I do think it's fascinating and disheartening the perspective of people from outside in Russia. Because mm-hmm. I imagine if being black in Russia, people would just stare. Maybe I was a little bit rude in way I oh, no, you're said rude. that. Not rude at all. Um, <laughs> Honest. I not like Russians, like Russian Russian. Like for example, in Tajikistan and Uzbekistan, they have. Two types of people, very rich, very poor. And these very poor people, they hate Russia, they hate Russians. Mm. And they doing everything, they like telling you this. They behave like this, but they come to work. They're doing it illegally. They, 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 for example, it's one like joke. You cannot rent the apartments to Tajikistans, Tajikistani people, mm. just because they will bring 15 there. Oh, uh, Lord. Oh Lord. And it's like it's not mm-hmm. a joke to mm-hmm. be honest because it's really true. Mm-hmm. And if you are very rich Or is it true or is it just one particular family does it? No, I mean it's common. It's common because they don't they cannot rent an apartment. And if someone like have a Russian citizenship or like work permit, he will rent the apartments and to make it cheaper. The whole family, oh, because yeah. they used to live like, like like a large family, large extended family. family, one. Okay, so it's extended family, so it's part of their culture. So bringing that culture to Russia it seems weird to Russians when they mm-hmm. see that. It's interesting. Sc- and and what about like dating? Honestly, like I mean, I I like international guys. I don't want to date Russian here. I don't want to get married. Like I like Russians, but I feel more interesting dating like international i never date american and i'm not sure that i want to they they're different i'm used to a little bit different relationship between men and women and we discuss it with mm-hmm. you a lot and of what time. is and what is that relationship they're used to that the man has more the power and pays the bills and i will try to be very careful in my words now for american guys Sex is something easy. It's something you can do because you want to. And same with a lot of girls I know. For my culture, it's if you, sorry, headset, mm-hmm. 
it should be something. It's not my culture, a lot of, mm-hmm. maybe me. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a lot of friends, which I know, like mm-hmm. we are common in this. And same thing, I want to man to be man. Mm-hmm. And I want to be weaker than him. And I want to look at him and I want to respect him. I don't want to be a partners and be absolutely similar. Work same, hard and so on. I want to work. I want to do what I like to do. I want to earn money. I don't want it to be in the way that, oh, you know, like you've been pregnant for like nine, eight, eight months. You should work like in two months after that because you should pay for apartments. This is not the way I imagine my future life. <laughs> you think in six months maternity or a year. I don't want to be like, you know, <laughs> just... I, I want to be weaker because I am very like strong person and I want men to be stronger. And a lot, I, I cannot say for all of them, but I would like people I met, American guys, like Native American, like, you know, this. <laughs> I mean, they're like children. Yeah. They don't, they don't want to take care of someone. They want to just have fun for a couple of years, maybe. And then just that is what it is. I don't want this type of, and I'm not choosing, like, I'm just not going for that. So mm, perspective of more traditional type, um, male with more power, not necessarily, you're not looking for a partnership. So more of the breadwinner. I'm telling about respect and and kind of partnership, but not 50, 50, 50, 50, 50 partnership mm-hmm. that you're the same as me. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're I'm not weaker. calling, you're not calling your, your husband or boyfriend partner, which is what people do now. P.S. I left this country. No one called their boyfriend or husband partner. And mm-hmm. I came back and everyone was a partner. And I thought, <laughs> I kept being like, oh, maybe she's talking about her girlfriend. And then like, oh, my boyfriend. I was like, well, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. And then I realized there was a culture shift. People started. You like it? What, you like it? I like we all know I'm a feminist and I believe in yeah. equality and I love the fact that um, I will offer to pay and I love the fact that someone will respect what I have to offer. And and if I were to give birth, I would want that, hopefully that the man I'm with as well as I could take time off. I don't want it to just be strictly me. I think it's very lonely. I think it will just be down to what I want. But in terms of being a partner, I believe in being a partner. Um, I believe in being strong and, and having more upper hand, I will let you pay if you want to, if you want to invite me, I'm not going to take that away from you, but I just feel that, um, more quality is, is definitely necessary in terms of how much we are paid and our scene. And, and we have to also feel like we are equal in a lot of ways. I'm not as strong as a man. Mm. Um, I am, you know, like I'm not, and, and I know that, but like, I'm not trying to be stronger than a man, but I do need you to be, you need to be strong of mine. But yeah, I mean, we're good in terms of time. You've given me a lot of information. I feel like we talk on and on, but for now I'm going to let you do your work. (laughs) And thank you so much for giving me your perspective. um, And thank you for taking the time. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kyra. No problem. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to listen to Veronica's story as she tells us about her journey from Russia to Florida to New York City about the different types of visa statuses, as well as what it's like to date here and the cultural nuances that make her miss Russia, but also make her love New York City. Tune in next time. See ya.